So welcome to the third uh, Museum of Dark Matter podcast. This new episode um, is about, uh, well, we're still going um, after the privilege, big issue. And um, we're having a coffee here with uh, Lucy Childs, who's going to talk to us about... Why did you give my surname? I wanted to be under the covers. Okay, um, we're here having breakfast with uh, Lucy Duvet. Lucy Duvet. <laughs> and um, yes, we're going to talk about privilege, but in a different, from a different angle. I don't think it's a different angle. Well, my different angle is that we're not talking about class privilege, we're talking about parking privilege here. Well, that's not exactly true, is it? You're just poking me now. But my point being that I've just come back from Sussex, where I was looking after my 91-year-old dad, because the state can't do that. Um, Why can't the state do that? Um, because they, they've, they've stolen all the money from us. They've stolen all the money from us, and they're hiding it now as we speak. On Monday morning, quick, hide all your money, everybody. And... So, um, and I missed a rave in in the next village, or in the fields between where my dad lives in a little village and the next village. And I'm quite gutted that I missed the rave. I there was a rave! Oh, yeah, there was a rave. And so I looked it up. I'd heard about it on the radio oh, wow. just as I was coming back, arriving back in London. And I looked it up, and there, there was, you know, just a few people. A few, so, how many? Maybe a thousand. Okay, all right. A small rave. Very right? small. A field. Ah, in the field, outdoors. Nice. Outdoors. And the sound system. And just people smiling in the open air, outdoors, healthy, really healthy, and having a nice time and being friendly and kind to each other. Nice. So, of course, the police were called. <laughs> because, of course, um... They 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 had um had to drive there. Some of them all walk there, and the people who drove there parked their cars on the side of the road, and that's not allowed. What do you mean that's not allowed? It it's not allowed. allowed. It's not allowed. Why are you saying that? Because um everywhere is stitched up. No, but why are you saying they're not they're so not parked? The they journalists parked. Oh. wrote it up as it, and they were the Sussex News wrote it up saying the cars were abandoned along the side of the road. <laughs> they were just parked in a little bit higgledy piggledy because everybody was keen to get there. Yes, that's all. Why abandoned? Why do you think he wrote abandoned? Because it's um, exaggerating in the name of news. It's a Tory area, and they just want to make people feel. Um, they want they want to strike fear into the hearts of those who live in bungalows, ah. and they want and those who are members of the National Trust, and they want to um, vilify anybody who wants to have a nice time outdoors. Because of course, if you want to have a nice time outdoors, it has to be very 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 arranged. It has to be a large sports event like Ascot or Cheltenham or football matches or um, something else that is doesn't involve any any um, decision making 
because games and uh, events like that don't really involve individual decision making. And so it's organized. And uh, anything that's freestyle, that's just not allowed, is it? It harks back to the times of um, banning drums on, uh, on the islands of uh, where the slaves were kept. And it just the whole thing is a stitch up because property of land and the roads and everything is stitched up. So do you know the name of the journalist? I could probably find out. Okay. Um, so you think so I'm trying to understand this still this abandoned thing. So are you saying that the journalist that there were, so these cars weren't abandoned, they were just parked in yes. the road. Yes. So, and so the journal, when the journalist wrote abandoned, was he stating a fact wrongly? Like he wrongly thought that those cars were abandoned by other people? Uh, they weren't part of the rave or weren't, you know, abandoned, like what the word means, abandoned. You leave them there because they're not your property anymore. Or do you think he used the word abandoned not to state a fact then? Because in journalism you state facts, right? So if you write that a car is abandoned, it means you've checked the fact and it's abandoned. If you instead write that it's abandoned and you haven't checked the fact, then what are you doing? You're inciting fear and horror in the local people. The local people, I mean, who's, who's to say the people who went to this raid weren't locals? They probably were. Um, but the kind of um, people who are, like, for example, my dad's neighbour, who whenever anybody parks neatly and tidily in the road outside, um, opposite her bungalow and a little bit down, she always puts a note on their windscreen. She doesn't own the road outside, just, just because she finds it difficult to reverse out of her driveway into the road. She's got a very long driveway, and yesterday when she was moaning about this to me, she said, I could reverse into my driveway, but then I can't get out of my car very easily. And I looked at it and there was nothing on either side of her driveway. Oh my God. She has a long driveway, maybe 15 meters long and a small hatchback. And there was absolutely no reason why she couldn't just reverse into her driveway and make it easier for her to get out. In fact, it would be much less dangerous. She is a risk to the people coming up the road. And, it's this kind of mentality of, I, I'm a local, I bought my bungalow here, and no one should be allowed to park on the public road outside, even though there's no yellow lines or anything. So here we are again to the same, same stupid brick that we were at the end of our pool conversation, of our pool cast. It's about land. Yes. It's all about land. Yes. So this kind of concept of privilege really comes from a feudalistic society. It's, it, it, even the concept of privilege is outdated. It's land and how you got the land or who owns the land. I mean, I would argue that privilege is related to land because quite often it's been inherited. Very many of the large estates were inherited. But then 
when some of the families couldn't afford to keep up the estates, they were handed over to the National Trust. Now, the ah. National Trust is actually um, a very conservative, with a small c, organisation. It's expensive to park in their car parks. They own, they, they, they look after vast tracts of uh, land, and you're not allowed to do anything of any interest on that land. It's all been kept and managed in inverted commas for the people. But what they do is they allow things like cattle to trample around the edges of rivers and ponds, and they allow loads of hordes of dogs to maraud through the countryside. They love horses. They love all the things that, to me, are symbolic of privilege. Very big dogs, packs of dogs, horses. And why are dogs bad for the countryside, Lucy? <laughs> because they're disruptive to wildlife. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those, because I'm, I'm not a meat eater. eater. Um, it's not, a, for me, uh, farmland is ugly. And a field of sheep is a field of shame. When I've been camping in Wales and I've listened to the moaning of oh, the yes. crying and the wailing of those poor lambs and their mothers who are just being exploited, I've been crying. Or when I see the cows waiting to be milked, all being bred for vast amounts, way too many litres than they should possibly produce and crying, they're crying, they're not happy. So the pictures of the pastoral scenes to me are not happy. In fact, they're upsetting. And um, when I sit with my dad in Sussex and what we're looking at as a view is this, some squares surrounded <laughs> by some, with, with a few trees and hedges around them, but mostly they're just big squares of one color. And also the trees around the squares are just to symbol, are just to identify the property uh, borders. They are really. They're, they're not because we want trees. Is and this is my land. This the is where the remaining vestiges of those markations and some of the oldest oaks that have been left are because they were planted to mark the boundaries. Fuck. And um, sorry, they're being also they're being um, when they are cut. Uh, to make way for whatever traffic or or because they're overhanging somebody else's land, they are being um, distorted and mutilated in the name of in the name of property. Is is it the same? Um... I mean, all these uh, lands that you say they go, have gone to the National Trust, right? So basically, there's all these lands that have been taken away from, I don't know, property, uh, big, big, big families, I guess. And now they are in the hands of the National Trust. Um, why have they been taken away from... Well, it was set up to... I mean, it's an organisation. I don't know if it's a charity or not, I can't remember. But you have to pay to be a member. You have to pay to go on to these properties. And But um, you said these properties are of the people. Well, often they were... They were because the aristocratic families oh, okay. who, used, you, who whose dynasties owned these estates found that they couldn't afford to keep them up because they were, became crumbling ruins. So to save Why, them for the nation... Why, because they didn't have any more slaves? To save them for the, yeah, because they couldn't depend on their sugar plantations or... 
the sugar plantation and the slaves that we have been paying via our taxes to these aristocrats. Yes. So th this is the great news for me. Um, I'm not English, but I have been living in this country for 20 odd years and I've been paying taxes in this country. And I realized that just two days ago that up until 2016, 15, 2015, up until 2015, every one of you British uh, taxpayers, British taxpayers, included all the foreigners that live and work here and, the and black pay people, taxes. And the, and wait, 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 wait. All the British people, right? All the foreigners. And amongst those British people that pay taxes, of course, all the minorities and all the poor people and all the working class, working class, and all the people that arrived here through feudalistic and colonialistic strategies like weaponry, like army, like slavery. So this is the news. Up until 2015, in my taxes, in your taxes, you know, the bits that you were paying, that each one of us were paying, we were paying, as the HMRC put it, in their Twitter that then they had to cancel. We were helping slavery. We were helping give back to to the slaves, give back something or not? No, it was reparation to the slave owners. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 but, but the, the, the way that the HMRCs put it down was that you, as a taxpayer, you were helping in slavery reparation to, to end slavery to end slavery there you go so as an hmrc taxpayer thank you for helping to end slavery with your ta through your taxes now do you know why because the taxes in the taxes that we uh, were all paying all of us all of us british citizens included you guys black guys that came here slaves the families the of you the descendants of slaves yeah so hear this in our taxes we were paying a bit to the families the aristocrats they used to have the sugar plantation they used to have the slaves a quote of reparation for them to let the slaves free so when they let the slave free in 50 years ago something a hundred years ago oh wow you were fast are you sure anyway <laughs> when the slaves were let free and like wow there's no slavery anymore this concept doesn't count anymore because we are a western modern society we are free we are equalitarian etc etc but wait yes we are all of this but i am the family that used to have the slaves and the sugar plantations i'm gonna let them free if you pay me money and that's what the british government has been doing through the taxes of the british citizens up until 2015 of every British citizen. We have been repaying those motherfuckers, sorry, 
They used to have the sugar plantation. They used to have the slaves. So that they let the slaves free because we are paying them. We have paid them. We have repaired them of their losses, of their losses. They had to take out a loan to do it, I think, on they issued bonds and it's paying back on those bonds because they just they make the payments immediately. Or within 30 years of what it's happened, what happened, the abolition. And then the slaves weren't actually freed. They were just not slaves anymore, but they still had to carry on working. They weren't property anymore. So there. But they became a kind of indentured labour, I believe. So there. This is the country we live in. And the legacy is 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 loud and clear. It's, it's living on. The legacy lives on. And so when we were having the discussion about privilege, it's it's a bit more complicated because you have to delve into what what you believe, what, and you have to think about what you believe. I mean, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, whose family was um, were slave owners in back in the day, he's 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 declared his his um, he's declared it and and said he wanted to make some kind of reparation by playing in in films and series that depict this. What? Yeah. What's that, what kind of reparation is that? Well, he's an actor, so what else can he do? He okay. acts. He acts. Yes, and by having playing a part in something that uh, demonstrates this. Okay. The story tells the story. That's his reparation. His mum wanted her him to change his name because when he became an actor, because she was worried it would work against him. Oh, good. Yeah, she did understand that. Yes. But he didn't. He didn't change his name. In Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch mean uh, the surname is 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 it signifies that you were either a slave owner or the property of the Cumberbatch slave owners. Well, and on that note, I think we have finished our breakfast podcast. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the great insight into Sussex raves. And remember, be careful. Do not park your car for any reason that is not a completely identifiable, tidy and uncustomized, completely flat, in the mass, exactly as the norm would expect you to. Because if you don't, then a journalist might say, oh, this guy has abandoned its car. Look, it's not parked properly. It's not parked for a kind of entertainment that is approved by me and by my constituency. And therefore, I'm going to use a word which is a lie because it's not a fact. It's stating a completely different fact. But I'm going to use that word because the people that are going to read the newspaper are not going to realize straight away and anyway that emotional intent will still be there through my lovely word 
And my lovely word is that this guy has abandoned its car. Abandoned it illegally. No, it was parked for a rave that you might not like. Meanwhile, if anybody out there knows how you apply for a license to hold an event in on common land, uh, like Duckett's Common, for example, the Menopause Army Band would like to play on common land, set up their PA and um, and uh, and play some music, a bit like a fair, but not really a fair. Cool. That's great news. So anyone who has any idea of that, please write to us, uh, info at museumofdarkmatter.com and... Uh, if you got if you got a piece of land and you're that kind of privileged and you want the menopause army to play for you, well, we'll come and we won't we won't abandon our vehicles. I promise, I promise, we won't abandon our vehicles. We will park them tidily if we have any. If we have any, <laughs> and if you give us a a little badge that says. These guys are good. We'll put it on the van as well, in on display, to make sure that everyone knows we're tidy. Okay? Have a lovely day and a lovely week. <laughs>